Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. I started this podcast with the goal to inspire people to stop comparing their lives to others and start focusing on making their own journey unique, authentic, and happier. I thought, what if there's a voice out there encouraging people to find happy in our regular everyday lives instead of thinking happiness is something to be purchased, earned, or only for a select few? Each episode is meant to deliver a little bit of sunshine as well as to challenge and inspire you. I'm no expert. I'm just a regular gal who's inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. Hey, happy people, and welcome back. Today, I'm talking about how to ask for and get what you really want this Christmas. Christmas is such an interesting time. For some people, it's wonderful and joyous, or at least that's the image that is portrayed to the outside world. For others, it's a really tough time. It emphasizes things that are missing in their lives. So the question stands, how do we go into this Christmas season and get what we need from it, or at least not suffer as much as we might have? How can we find our voice and let those around us know what we need instead of just going along with what is expected and not talking about if it's really the best thing? Let me start today's episode by saying that I think a big part of each of our personal happiness has to do with getting to know ourselves, our true self, and what we like and dislike what brings us joy, and what really and truly is important to us. I think so many of us get caught up in keeping up with cultural expectations and being like those darned non-existent Joneses that we're always comparing ourselves to, that we get a little lost and we lose sight of what really matters to us. Christmas is such a big gift-giving season that today I wanted to talk about the five love languages. If you haven't heard me talk about the five love languages before, It's a book and a concept by Dr. Gary Chapman about how each of us has different love languages, that we show and receive love based on five different concepts. One of the five is gifts, and that's why I'm talking about it before Christmas. If your love language is gifts, then giving and receiving them is how you show love. It's very important to you. Each of us has a dominant and a secondary love language. These are the ways that we predominantly give and want to receive love. In the past few years, I've found my voice and the confidence to ask for what I need more and more. I've been way more open with my family and friends about not needing lots of gifts. In fact, when I took the five love languages test years ago, I came out with gifts being very low on my priority list. When I first did this test and realized this, my husband asked me then if each time he traveled and brought home a gift, if it was really that important. I said, not really. I'm just happy that you're home. So before I go any further, let me give you a brief rundown on the five love languages to help you understand why knowing yours can help you communicate better with your loved ones. As I describe each of the love languages, it helps to think about how you show love to other people, more than likely that it's going to be one of your top two love languages. Often we show love how we want to receive it. However, I will put a link in the show notes to the five love languages quiz that Dr. Chapman has. There's quizzes for teens, singles, and men. So whatever your current demographic is. So as I mentioned earlier, one of the five love languages is gifts. And this means receiving a heartfelt gift makes them feel loved. Acts of service means actions speak louder than words. I've also heard this explained as an act that eases the burden of responsibility. So doing something for someone else that they don't really want to do. Words of affirmation, verbal compliments that express your love and appreciation. Quality time, focused and undivided attention spent together. And lastly, physical touch. To this person, nothing speaks more deeply than an appropriate physical touch. 
I wanted to bring this up this Christmas because so much about Christmas is focused on gift giving. And yet, for so many of us, that is not one of our top two love languages. In fact, I have this really lovely friend who every time I see her, she brings gifts. We met on one of our military postings, and I don't get to see her nearly enough anymore. She's so lovely, and I really enjoy my time with her. Even when we lived in the same city, when she and the family came over for a get-together, she would bring a gift. I explained to her that I think gifts are thoughtful, but in the future, I'm honored that they took the time out of their busy schedule to spend time with us. So for me, their time was the gift. No hostess gift was required. Based on this, you can see that one of my dominant love languages is quality time. Then you have to ask yourself, what do you think her love language is? Well, there is a good chance that it's gifts, or it could just be so ingrained in her that you don't show up to someone's house without a gift, that despite our discussion, she still brings a gift. And that's okay, but I feel better having at least had that discussion. So heading into Christmas with all the gift giving and family time, extra expectations and stress, can you see how knowing and communicating your love language could be beneficial? I mean, let's be honest, it's beneficial any time of the year, but I feel given the Christmas season, it's extra important. For example, we communicated with both of our families this year that for the adults in our family, quality time is our focus. As a side note, Dr. Chapman says that to start out with, we need to show our kids all five of the love languages, no matter what ours is. So that's why I clarified the adults in our family, our focus is quality time. It's about spending the time together as a family and just hanging out and catching up. So on each side of the family was a discussion about how much emphasis we were going to put on gifts. Some great discussions ensued about where we wanted to spend our money and focus this Christmas. Knowing and communicating your love language is only half the battle because all the family dynamics come into it and it isn't just about you. However, it helps to know what's important to you so you can add to the discussion. So much about Christmas can be fun but so much can be stressful and overwhelming. Each year is its own event, and as we are all in different places emotionally and financially, that will weigh in on it too. Family traditions can be fun to have, but sometimes we need to question the status quo in case these family traditions no longer serve us. Sometimes we need to be brave enough to suggest new traditions that maybe serve the current family dynamics better, or the current financial situation better. As you can imagine, for me, with quality time being one of my two dominant love languages, I favor quality time. But we are a mix of people, so finding a balance that works for the current family makeup is all about communication. So I started out the podcast saying that I believe knowing yourself and being true to yourself is a big part of your happiness. I also believe that communication is important to every relationship. When you learn more about what is truly important to you and you learn how to communicate that to your closest people, it is such a gift you give each other. So are you wondering what your challenge is this week? Well, if you've never heard me talk about the five love languages before, then my challenge is to go take Dr. Chapman's quizzes on the website. And of course, you know, I'm a big book lover, so I really recommend reading one of his five love languages books. So if you have checked out your love language before, but you haven't visited it in a while, I'm going to strongly encourage you to go back and revisit it. And then, now that we're armed with our love languages, I want you to head into this Christmas season and think about what is important to you. What parts of the Christmas season bring you joy? What parts bring up other feelings? Don't pretend that everything about Christmas is awesome, because it's not. We all know it's not. There is stress. There can be financial strain. There are always going to be competing draws on your time and energy. This season can have some great moments, 
but it can also come laden with some tough times. Why not head into this holiday season knowing your love language and seeing if knowing it can help you navigate this one? I just wanted to remind you that I put the link for the five love languages quizzes in the show notes. I'm challenging you to try it, but if you can get those around you to try it as well, it can be a great conversation to take this information and use it to shape a very special Christmas based on what really matters to each of you. Remember, we are a work in progress and we need to love ourselves through the progress. My quote for this week is from Brian Tracy, and he says, communication is a skill that you can learn. It's like riding a bicycle or typing. If you're willing to work at it, you can rapidly improve the quality of every part of your life. I think love languages are a real key to communication and something we can learn and work on. Before I let you go, I just wanted to let you know that if you know anyone who might want a happiness boost in their life, I've created a PDF of five happiness tools that anyone can start implementing in their life immediately. I've put a link for that in the show notes as well. All right, happy people. Remember, when you have a choice, choose happy. Have a good one and go get your happy on. For so many of us, why not head into this holiday seizing seizing and maybe old traditions that no longer support blah blah blah. okay so doing someone (laughs) did i just say doing someone (laughs) that's not what i meant hey this is just a quick reminder if you know anyone that they could use more happiness in their life please share the podcast with them the whole point of doing this is to create more happiness in the world and the more people we empower to find their personal happiness the more happiness we have to spread around so please take a minute and share the episode